You may be aware that for the last five or six years of my career, I've had a pretty significant interest in the role that psychedelics can play in mental health, in therapy, in human flourishing. And um, regardless of whether or not that's your deal, something you're comfortable with, interested in, it has been very interesting for me to reflect on what I think is actually a great irony, which is that the psychedelic work, reading, content, exposure to that sort of part of mental health has really deepened my spirituality. So much so that I now pray regularly. I have much more connection to spiritual practices and spiritual traditions than I did before psychedelics were part of my life. And the great irony, of course, is that I grew up um, in a religiously conservative community in the 80s during the Reagan administration, like just say no, and the moral high ground of the religious right, which basically said, you know, drugs are evil. So um, the fact that, that quote unquote drugs have kind of brought me back to faith after a period of feeling quite disconnected from spiritual traditions uh, just makes me chuckle. But what is more than that is I am actually not very extraordinary, not alone in that experience. Um, Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine has done quite a lot of research, which I talk about in the podcast today, related to the role of spirituality in mental health and in and specifically the way that psychedelics tend to draw people towards spirituality in ways that are helpful to or supportive of their mental well-being. So it's a little bit of a unusual topic perhaps, but one which I think has a lot of clinical utility because we like to really separate out spirit from mental health. And certainly we don't give much space to spiritual practices or to maybe mental well-being in general when we're talking about the business world. But the reality is that we are deep, complicated, and intricate beings. And when we think about what it means for us to thrive, for us to really do our best work, bring our best creativity forward, and run the kind of business, be the kind of leader that we want to be, I'm not sure we can fully do that without some consideration of our own spirituality. So that is the topic of conversation on the podcast today. I hope it serves you. If you do have questions about um, psychedelics and mental health, definitely drop me a line, leave me a comment, uh, send me an email. I know it can feel like a perhaps a bit of a taboo subject, but I think it is something that will become more and more at the forefront of the conversation as the FDA approves the use of psychedelic medicines for mental health care. And I'm happy to help be a hopefully reasoned, thoughtful resource as folks are navigating their own perspectives around these medicines. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Um, this content is also on YouTube. So if you would like the video version, you can hop, skip and jump all the way over to YouTube and I will see you there. Welcome to the Zen Founder Podcast. This is a place where we have conversations about mental health and entrepreneurship. We have a pretty broad conceptualization of what mental health means sometimes depression, anxiety, sometimes relationships or physical health. The goal here is to bring some calm into the crazy roller coaster of ups and downs that is life for many entrepreneurs. 
I'm your host, I'm Dr. Sherry Walling. I'm a clinical psychologist and an entrepreneur, married to an entrepreneur, live in the world of entrepreneurs, and I'm so pleased that you have joined us for this conversation. Psychedelic supported psychotherapy is coming. It has been the subject of a lot of research, of a lot of reporting, of a lot of conversation. And it's important that you know some pretty surprising things about how and why it works. One thing in particular might shock you. It is really different than the traditional medicalized version of mental health that we often think about, where we're making a diagnosis identifying the disease, and then finding a treatment plan that helps to alleviate that disease. Nothing wrong with that, but what psychedelics are teaching us about mental health is that that is probably not sufficient. Just finding the symptoms and making them go away is not really what we are looking for when we are thinking about how to help people flourish, how to help people be creative, how to help people have the best possible life that they can have. We want to go deeper than that. We want something more. And psychedelics and their re-emergence into modern medical mental health care are really changing the conversation about what it means to be human, what it means to be healthy, and how people heal. The one thing that feels very significantly different from the traditional way of thinking about mental health is that psychedelics almost always involve some component of spirituality in the healing process. So that word spirituality can be a little bit scary, a little bit overwhelming to us sort of formally medical trained folks. We are used to being scientists, to thinking about disease models and applying treatment plans. We don't dabble in the woo. There's a little bit of a separation between hospital and church, just like maybe we hope there is between church and state, not that that actually exists. However, once we start talking about spirituality or faith, ooh, it makes a lot of us in the formal Western medical traditions a little bit uncomfortable. However, discomfort is upon us because there's some significant evidence that one of the ways that psychedelics work, the thing that they do that help us to feel healthy, is to spark a sense of spirituality in the folks that are undergoing psychedelic-supported psychotherapy. There's a team at Johns Hopkins which is looking at what psychedelics do, how they work, especially in treating end-of-life anxiety among people who are experiencing a terminal diagnosis. They also research the use of psilocybin, which is the active ingredient in mushrooms, for prolonged depression, significant suicidal depression, OCD, and a myriad of other things. And one of the things that research body comes back to is the centrality of spiritual experience. And in some ways, the deeper someone's spiritual experience in the context of their psychedelic journey, the deeper and more sustained the healing, the sense of mental well-being that follows their psychedelic therapy experience. So this is kind of blowing minds. Psychedelics are much more than just a chemical experience and probably more than a therapeutic experience. They do something a little bit different in the human psyche such that it softens an individual to spirituality. So what do I mean by spirituality? Big word applied in lots of places can get really confused with religion, with value systems, with all kinds of things. But generally speaking, the spirituality that I'm talking about that seems to come up most consistently in the psychedelic experience is a sense of connection, a sense of unity or connection to other people, 
a connection to earth, to nature, to the planet, a connection to source, to something that is beyond or bigger than oneself. It's possible that what it means to be a healthy human is to have this kind of spiritual depth, right? A sense that it's not just you alone in the universe, but that you are connected to something greater, something bigger. Even if that's just the interweaving between you and the other humans on the planet, but psychedelic psychotherapy is deepening and expanding the conversation around spirituality in all of the halls of academia that maybe at one time were kind of closed off to this conversation about source or God. You know, they really wanted to focus on hard science, things that were directly observable. But it turns out that when we open up or soften or have an expanded sense of consciousness that is just beyond, it's bigger than what happens in our own brains, that might be really good for our mental health. It might be really good for our mental health to be in touch with the fact that we are both finite, small in the universe, and connected to something much greater in the universe. We're both made of the same material of dust and made of the same material as stars. Maybe this all sounds a little bit woo for you, and I can totally appreciate that. But one of the things that we know for sure is that loneliness, isolation, that is an incredibly and extraordinarily difficult experience for humans. It's horrible for our mental health. So when we go through a therapeutic process that dismantles our sense of loneliness or isolation, but instead leaves us with a sense of connectivity, of love, of attachment to those immediately around us in our family and our friendships, as well as the sense of the broader human experience. That's helpful for us. It helps us to reground to a place in the world. As we see psychedelic supported psychotherapy become more integrated into mainstream mental health care, we are going to see more conversations about God, about spirit, about source, creator, whatever language we want to use. That is a core driver about why and how psychedelics work within our consciousness to help us to feel whole. And we got to get comfortable with some new language because, of course, not all of us like that language. A lot of us have our own sense of injury or burden. Maybe we grew up in church and it really wasn't that kind of a supportive or loving experience. Maybe it was highly judgmental. Maybe it was too human and maybe not enough spirit. Psychedelics are an invitation to change that, to restore our relationship with whatever it is that's out there that's bigger than us. And however that looks specifically for us in our journey, in our language. As a psychologist, I think that psilocybin and other psychedelics offer a promising tool for helping people who are struggling with mental health issues. They can help people access new perspectives, emotions, and experiences that can facilitate and deepen healing and growth. They can also help people find meaning and purpose in their lives. And given the rates of suicide, the rates of depression, the rates of addiction, I think people are really longing for an alleviation from their despair and a deeper sense of meaning, connection, and purpose. That doesn't mean that psychedelics are for everyone. They have risks and side effects that do need to be carefully considered. And they're not a DIY kind of experience. I'm talking about psychedelic supported psychotherapy with psilocybin in a container where people have really expert level support 
and they have an environment that creates a sense of safety so that someone can have this consciousness expanding experience. This may not be the case for you if you're going to take mushrooms in your garage late at night all alone. Probably not the right ingredients or the right set and setting to have the type of healing journey that I'm describing. Thankfully, the FDA is fast-tracking psilocybin-supported psychotherapy to treat depression. So one thing that's going to be interesting and important is to watch how the conversation about mental health begins to integrate more and more conversation about spirituality. That's not the way it's been traditionally, but maybe the direction that the field is going. I think that's really interesting and important as we think about what it means to have a truly holistic view of human flourishing, not just one individual entity or unit, but thinking about how I as one human relate to the world around me. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks with a new episode of the podcast. In the meantime, feel free to check out zenfounder.com for lots of resources about the kinds of conversations that we have on the podcast. You can get information about working with me, about maybe joining a Zen tribe. It's sort of like a mental health boot camp for entrepreneurs. We also have lots of content on our blog, links to resources in our courses and books for sale. So check us out there and we hope to provide anything and everything that you might need to make the entrepreneurial life a little bit easier.